The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to According to Ayurveda and Yoga with your host, Anne Holiday. Ayurveda and yoga are often poorly understood, and there are many misconceptions about them. According to Ayurveda and Yoga is a series of shows on the concepts of this ancient knowledge of life and consciousness presented in a way which is easy to understand. Now, here is Anne Holiday. Welcome to According to Ayurveda and Yoga. This is your host, Anne Holiday. Ayurveda and Yoga is a series of shows where each show builds on the previous. So it's important to understand today's show by reviewing previous programs and to solidify your knowledge by watching the videos and blogs on www.atatv.com. We have covered so far the origins physical and mental health of Ayurveda and today's and next week's program will be devoted to spirituality. Ayurveda is a holistic system which means health of body, mind and spirit and these aspects of our being are not only connected but interconnected. In Ayurveda We describe the gross body and the subtle body in layers which are called the koshas. The outer layer is the physical and is sustained by food. Next is the breath layer which is sustained by air or prana. Then there is the mind layer which is nourished by the two previous layers and what goes into the mind through the senses. The knowledge layer is fed by the three previous layers and the bliss layer is our spiritual self. We all have a spiritual nature whether we are aware of it or not and spirituality is connecting to the bliss layer or our spiritual nature. Yoga gives us a systemic method of making this connection. So how does this spiritual nature manifest itself in us? We all know what love is. It can't be proved scientifically. We can't really explain it. But we all understand what it is. Love comes from our spiritual nature, as does compassion, peace, contentment and forgiveness. True happiness comes from our spiritual nature. Now, all of these traits don't come from the outside. Things can't make us happy. Others can't make us happy and contented. They can help us to feel that way. But if we're not happy within ourselves, happiness will leave us with the things and the people. In the physical health show, we talked about understanding the gross physical body. And there will be many references to food throughout these shows. 
Everything which goes into the body will have an effect on it, which can either be positive or negative. In the mental health show, Dr. Satyanarayana told us that everything that comes into the mind is food, so that too can have a positive or a negative effect. If you continuously watch violent and sexually explicit material, it will affect the mind and make it registic. We talked about the qualities of the mind in mental health. Similarly, if we eat animals that have suffered, negative energy will come into us, affect the mind and block our true nature, which is our spiritual self. If we are greedy, lazy, lose interest in life and are depressed, the mind will become tamasic and will block our spiritual nature, which is where happiness lies. There is a lot of confusion about spirituality everywhere in the world and it gets mixed up with religion and people think it's Hinduism. I read in the States recently that a woman objected to yoga and meditation being taught in schools because it was Hinduism. This is nonsense and I have no qualms about saying so. The principles of spirituality have been brought to us from the East and are fundamental guides for human beings to understand their role on earth and to connect to who we are and our spiritual nature. Dr. Satyanarayana Das mentioned the principle of Pragya Prada in Ayurveda, which means lack of intelligence and is the cause of disease. This is really a lack of common sense, because if we think about it and listen to our instincts instead of following like sheep advertising the latest trend and fad, allowing ourselves to become addicted to alcohol, sex, food or whatever, we soon realize that we are in fact slaves to the outward mind and that the answers to our problems don't lie in the latest remedy, the latest breakthrough, but in us. Only we can change the chain of cause and effect. I spend a lot of time in India, as you may have already gathered. I don't go as a tourist, even though I have visited many temples, palaces, British Raj mansions and places of interest. I have read a lot of its history and its evolution to where it is today. But for the time... I am there, I live with the people, I eat their food, go where they recommend, go to their temples. I try not to isolate myself from their way of living. India has many problems, as do all countries today. But they are doing more about their problems at a grassroots level than anywhere else I have seen. The Indian mind is different to the Western mind. They are extremely resourceful and self-sufficient people. Several years ago, I discovered Kerala, which is on the eastern side of the southern tip of India. Tamil Nadu is on the western side and running between is the Western Ghats, a range of mountains consisting of pristine tropical forests, 
which geologically go back to the beginning of time. The ocean on the eastern coast is the Arabian Sea, on the western side is the Bay of Bengal, and at the tip is the Indian Ocean, and these three seas come together at the southern tip of India. I stay on the beach of a relatively small town called Kanur. There are very few Westerners there, mostly Indian people, and for the short time I stay there, I become part of their community. I met my guest today, Dr. C. V. Ravindranath, in Kanur. He is a successful jewelry. Uh, he has a successful jewelry business as well as a PhD in Vedic philosophy. Next door to where I stay, he is developing the Krishna Shivoham Resort, which is where I filmed my video series on spirituality. It's not yet available, by the way. Dr. Ravindranath's dream is to have a place where people, especially business people, can learn Vedic principles and bring them into all aspects of their lives. I asked Dr. Ravindranath what his motivation was to build Shivoham. See, uh, in Kannur, it is politically very militant. And it is a cradle of communism in Kerala. So there is a lot of bloodbath conflicts and nobody could redeem Kannur from this political vengeance and killings. Due to this reason, we thought to see, creatively we should do something rather than blaming political parties. And we thought creativity could only help people to get away from their criminal attitudes. For that reason, very simple reason that we should have creativity prompted us to build Shiva. And uh, we have a clear idea that it should be used for rejuvenation of body, mind and soul, where the creativity works. And that is yoga. Yes. Union of body, mind and mind, soul. Spirit. spirit. Yes. And uh, for that we introduced yoga free of cost. Meditation free of cost. Indian classical music and dance, you know, yes. how much they contribute to the mind. Yes. And uh, we started all these activities at a free of cost where the ordinary people or the deprived class yes. could benefit out of it. Yes. Because they had been used by the political party. Used, unused, misused and abused. Yes. And, and, brainwashed, right? and brainwashed. And brainwashed. And brainwashed also. also. Yes. And Indoctrinated. Yeah. Yes. For that and reason, until I they lose their, their freedom, they're yeah. no longer free. The result might not be very fast and easy, but I think if you take a lifespan yes. of a man like me, maybe 75 years, yes. I think 
the next generation will make a we'll change. See, we'll see, yes. We'll you have change. to plant the seed, yeah, don't yeah, you? Exactly. You have to plant the seed. We are just planting the seed. Yes. yes. The result, fruity, fruit, the benefits, we might not, yes. I not be there in this world to see the fruits. But yeah. definitely creativity can help. Yes, absolutely. Where we have failed politically and religiously. Yes, yes. I was very interested in your concept of the IQ, the SQ, and the EQ. Would you like to elaborate that a little bit more? In, um, these are the concepts that you believe need to be brought into business, right? Yeah, the yeah. business ethics. Correct. Uh, the source of livelihood of men is wealth actually. Unless we create wealth, there is no source of livelihood. Then there are many ways of making wealth. Yes. Prosperity and growth. Prosperity without hostility will be a curse to the humankind. According to Ayurveda and Yoga Global Community, welcomes you to join the conversation at ataytv.com, where you can share your experiences of holistic health, ask questions, make comments, and write blogs. It is through ataytv.com that professional members committed to bringing authentic knowledge to the world can connect with you. Material from Ate Radio shows are also available. ataytv.com. Visit ataytv.com today. The incidence of autism has increased at an alarming rate. Approximately 1 in 50 children are affected by autism, giving autism the undesired ranking as the most prevalent childhood developmental disorder in the U.S. 67 children will be diagnosed today. That is nearly one child every 20 minutes. Autism One, a conversation of hope, hosted by Terry Aranga, illuminates how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Autism is treatable and given appropriate therapies, children are recovering. With well-known researchers and doctors, members of Congress, and expert service providers from a wide range of disciplines, Terry offers interviews and insights highlighting the progress in areas related to autism spectrum disorders such as biomedical research and treatment, communication education, and behavioral modalities, sociological and philosophical issues, and legislative advocacy and insurance concerns. Autism One, a conversation of hope, broadcasts each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Autism One, a conversation of hope. Through education and conversation, there is hope. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel.
You are listening to According to Ayurveda and Yoga with Anne Holiday. If you have questions or comments about our program, we would like to hear from you. Please contact us via email to info at ataytv.com. That's info at ataytv.com. Now, back to According to Ayurveda and Yoga. very interested in your concept of the IQ, the SQ, and the EQ. These are the concepts that you believe need to be brought into business, right? Yeah, the yeah. business ethics. Correct. Uh, the source of livelihood of men is wealth, actually. Unless we create wealth, there is no source of livelihood. Then there are many ways of making wealth. Yes. Prosperity and growth. Prosperity without austerity will be a curse to the humankind. You must be seen all around. In the name of creation of wealth, development, we are exploiting the nature. So somewhere we should have virtues of doing business. When we talk about principles, it could be either good or bad. Yes. When we talk about virtues of business, then we have to imbibe certain, certain qualities of fundamentals of nature and these fundamentals tell us that there are three aspects of nature one is the the creativity part or the knowledge what you see intelligence intelligence exactly yes. And next one is the wealth or whatever you call money, business, commercial world which we talk about. And the third one is liberation. Yeah. Some sort of an energy for liberation. Liberation is not after death. Liberation is to liberate from our wrongdoings, our uh, misconceptions, our uh, malpractices, and that is during the life, not after the life. Yes, yes. For that purpose, the Veda, the Vedic culture of India has stipulated six elements, essential elements. And those are karma, dharma, satya, kama, artha, and moksha. If I talk in English, karma is action, dharma is righteousness, satya is truth, kama is compassion or passion or desire, artha is intelligence, and moksha is liberation. And the seventh one is that, that is nirvana, that is nothingness, or to be 
away from all this materialistic outlook of the world. Yes. That only the very few could achieve it. We being a common man, we can try to imbibe the six ones. Out of that, when you look into any religion, you will find a trinity working over. In Christianity, when you talk about it is... It's three in one. Yeah. Yeah. God, the okay. Father, yes. then the Son and the Spirit, Holy Spirit. So and here... In, Hindu, it, in Hindu, it's yeah. uh, the... In, uh, in Hinduism, it is uh, more of uh, Vishnu than Brahma, Vishnu and uh, Maheshwara. Yeah. And there is a female aspect of nature also. Yes. Where you call uh, Saraswati, Lakshmi and Durga. And uh, in every atom you will find uh, this neutron, neutron, electron and proton. And these aspects could be our efforts. And these efforts are karma, dharma and satya. And when we purely talk regarding the management principles, we can tell karma is IQ. Yes. Dharma is EQ. And uh, uh, satya is SQ. Yes. Without this, you see, we cannot maneuver. All our endeavors should be based on these three aspects. If you do not have a skill or a basic IQ, you cannot uh, pursue your academic qualifications. So, in your academic entrance test, you will find a lot of IQ questions mm -hmm. based on getting into the universities. Because it specifies a job could be done in eight hours, a job could be done, number of product which could be created in certain time limits, that the IQ is. But IQ itself is not sufficient. It should be based on righteousness. Because we are not individually doing. We are actually working in a group, in a society. So we have to have communication, relationship between the other people which we are working with. Yes. And there the emotion is counted. And emotion definitely is the, uh, the basis where which you can have a peace and harmony created in the society where you live in. And uh, the underlining factor should be righteousness. I cannot go wrong to you. Do not do to others what you think that others should not do to you. Do Talmud. unto others yeah. as they would do unto It you. is uh, Talmud words yes. or Torah. It's a Atam. fundamental yeah. rule, rule, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Then uh, when you come to the, the first part, IQ, EQ is gone. There is one more level called spiritual. In spirituality, we bring the universal unity. There, not only we are doing the work, we are doing the society, it should not harm the nature. 
in no. any way no that is spirituality if you do harm to your nature or the universe in any way in the name of exploration if you exploit her then we miss the and there's so much of that going on now isn't there in yeah. the name of wealth Please. In the name of money. money, it's much more important than the harm it's doing yeah. to the earth we live on. So, yeah. spirituality SQ should bring an inner revolution. Yes. An awareness, a perception, a new renaissance. Yes. <laughs> new in our thought process. Right. Uh, in our programs, we've been relating everything to the five elements, which is air. Earth, fire, water, ether. How does that apply in in this concept that you have uh, in bringing bi- ethics into business? You see, these five elements, which we call panjabutas, is actually incorporated in every living being. We have been created from dust. We have been created unto dust we go. So that itself is a proof that uh, we all living beings have been created from this basic five elements. Seventy-five percent of our body contains water because our origins are from the ocean. The whole. In the whole earth, seventy-five percent will be water. Mm-hmm. Only twenty-five percent will be land. So, human beings also has been created in that. When you take a tantric physiology, they say our five chakras. There are many chakras, but the five basic chakras: that Muladhara chakra, Sadhisthana chakra, Manipura chakra, Anahata chakra, and Vishuddhi chakra. These are centers where. the nerve system integrate or uh, make a junction and there the energy is created the basic earth element which we call muladhara chakra at the spinal cord at uh, end of the spinal cord the basic traits are sex and lust and during meditation it is a it is controlling the reproductive system and the basic traits of sex and lust could be converted into will power mm-hmm. if you meditate on it and if it activates properly and uh, because of this reason the vedic culture says that for the first 25 years during your academic studies you should be brahmacharya that means you should be always with the knowledge yes you should not lose your energy in any other way now when you come to the next chakra above the muladhara chakra it controls the whole ur- urinary systems like renal glands and all those stuff and the basic trait for that chakra is attachment and if you could meditate it could be transformed to purity 
Mm-hmm. Our purity is lost only because we have addictions. If I am addicted to alcohol or drugs, my purity is lost. If I am being attached to a certain political party or a religious fundamentalist party, my purity is lost. Your re- reading habits, your awareness, your perceptions, all this amount to attachments. Yes. And if you can get out of from all these conditionings of attachments, then you can establish purity. To achieve purity, we have to abide by truth always, isn't it? Yes. And attachment, I think, is one of the most difficult things. Because, especially in society today, it's all about attachment, isn't it? Yeah. All belief yes, systems. All belief systems are about attachment. Yes. Would you like to explain to us what Tantra really is? In West, I think Tantra is a misunderstood word. Something to do with sex. In fact, yoga and tantra deals with the same subject of union of things together, your body, mind and spirit. One is deals with certain kind of uh, limitations, repressions, do's and don'ts. Tantra deals with indulgence. Indulgence means if you are creative enough, you have to really write poetry. The first triangle deals with karma, dharma and satya. That is the efforts which you have to put in, the fire which you have to burn. Yes. So that you get the blessings of Shiva. Shiva is static energy, Shakti is kinetic energy. Now, the whole universe is like an egg and it is contained by vacuum. Vacuum is bluish black color and it is static. Shiva means static. Yes. Because of the static energy, there is a pressure upon this ever-expanding universe, space. And in this vacuum, If you put anything, any particle, it will revolve, it will rotate. And you will find uh, all the planets rotating and revolving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of this revolution or rotation, it is called kinetic. So without Shakti, there is no manifestation in this world, in this universe. Everything is happening because of She. And this whole universe is considered to be her womb, where she keeps on creating. That is creativity. Mm-hmm. And in no other religion you will uh, find, women is related to uh, like a goddess. But in Tandra, the he-gods are of not much importance. She-gods, they are very important. Because they only can manifest. They only can create wealth for you. They only can create energy for you from the sun. Mm -hmm. This is her product, sun. 
Yes. That's a sub-product. Yes. Now, only gold, diamonds, silver, oil, whatever you call it very precious to this earth is created from our womb. Mm. And Tandra says we should worship her. Yes, the creativity. The creativity. When you are creating something, you become a creator. Yes. That is Shivoham. I am the creator. Meaning of Shivoham is creativity. When I do some kind of a creativity, I am the creator. I am God. So, how can you ignore her? The mother is the first guru. Mm-hmm. The mother is the first person who have, who have prayed for you before you are born. Yeah. Father, everyone... After you are born only, they will go and pray for you. Mm. But mother is the only person in the whole world prays before. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. The According to Ayurveda and Yoga Global Community welcomes you to join the conversation at ataytv.com, where you can share your experiences of holistic health, ask questions, make comments, and write blogs. It is through ataytv.com that professional members committed to bringing authentic knowledge to the world can connect with you. Material from Ate Radio Shows are also available. ataytv.com. Visit ataytv.com today. How many times have you heard this? I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. You are what you eat. I've tried every diet. Diets don't work. It's time to stop this kind of madness and start thinking and feeling empowered to change your health. Tune in to The Raw Truth with Chef Sharon Fraser. Join us weekly for thought-provoking conversations with world-renowned experts in the food, medical, holistic, sports medicine, chiropractic, and naturopathic health sciences. The Raw Truth airs live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to According to Ayurveda and Yoga with Anne Holiday. If you have questions or comments about our program, we would like to hear from you. Please contact us via email to info at ataytv.com. That's info at ataytv.com. Now, back to According to Ayurveda and Yoga. Welcome back to the last segment of our program. I'm talking to Dr. C.V. Ravindranath on spirituality. You are not only a prominent businessman and philosophy scholar, 
but writer of poetry, prose and short stories. I have read many of your books and it comes across loud and clear that these writings come from your heart. See, it all started because of meditation. I think uh, I have met many gurus. There is an old Buddha saying that when the disciple is ready, the guru will walk in. Yes. So I have met many gurus coming into my life and they taught me different forms of meditation. And out of this meditation, our mind becomes very silent. And out of that silence only creation takes place or creativity takes place. In 1999, a master was murdered in front of his students and uh, the blood splashed out on the student's uniform. In fact, their innocency was hurt. No political, no cultural leaders came forward to ridicule it. Then I, out of my, uh, what you call anger or agony, I scribbled a certain lines, it became poetry. <laughs> Shelley was right when he said, our sweetest songs are those which say our saddest thoughts. Out of that despair, I think uh, my first poetry came out. I feel that I have nothing to do with that poetry now. Somebody has come into my being, mm -hmm. written mm -hmm. and went off. <laughs> I cannot claim my poems are my poems now because uh, it happened that time. Those moments of some kind of an auspiciousness, maybe sadness. But this poetry was compiled and uh, Minerva Press London gave a review on it and uh, it was selected as one of the best collections by International Society of Poets America. Soon people were confused that how a businessman, a hardcore business can, man can become a poet <laughs> overnight. <laughs> And this book was selected by certain universities for the first year BA literature. But uh, let me tell you very frankly that uh, when we the poetries are a creativity, a sort of creativity here now. Yes. Later on, we cannot claim. You see how it has come from, where it has come from. I think uh, I told before. The thought takes rebirths. It relieves. Maybe somebody has thought about it, but it is coming back to you yes. in a form, a different way. There are other articles which I have written. This is actually to get 
myself relieved from the business stress so that uh, the thoughts which were playing in my mind could be brought into uh, in words so that i do not have the burden to carry it again <laughs> and those articles they supposed to be uh, they are telling that it is good thoughts yeah. latest one is tantric management and i thought the commercial world is going into a chaos we have professors and uh, highly with a with a high caliber of management principles in all our multinational companies on the board sitting and watching still we find there is a bubble world over yeah america has undergone that kind of a commercial uh, economical bubble europe is undergoing now with the euro somewhere the management principles we have gone wrong mm mm-hmm. i think so i'm not decrying any management institutions or schools but when bush said the president bush said it was a huge network failure that failure amounts to some kind of a management thought failure don't you think though it's uh it's it's a misconception that economy keeps growing yeah i mean nothing keeps growing it, it, no tree grows to the sky yeah everything is more of a cycle it, yeah. it goes and then it has to come back come back it doesn't keep going on up. and i think that's where we're going wrong in society today we think that it's just going to our economy will just keep on going and what we have now will last forever but it won't the romans thought that the british thought that that it would it would go on forever but it won't see the world business world is very competitive competitive Cut-throat. yes cutthroat competition is going on yes our children our students our business schools are teaching that all this yes competition yes it's not Cut-throat. about it's not about selling your own product it's about putting down the other person's other person's product. product it is more of minding more than you minding your business is to get into other other business <laughs> this competitive edge should be transformed to a cooperation a corporate uh, cooperation cooperation not corporation yeah. cooperation cooperation yes this children should be taught to see how to cooperate yes among others with others yes that's what i like about there's a growing uh, thing that seems to be happening is the co- the cooperative yeah people growing food together, together and selling it amongst themselves and yeah. small cottage industries creating and producing what they need in and, and in a cooperative fashion. Cooperative fashion. We need uh, to bring more of that back into into is in definitely into western society yeah, yeah. where it's not all about um working for the co- the corporations so that they succeed but for the community yeah to succeed ma'am everything is motivated 
I am paid a salary. I am paid a holiday. I am given certain right. kind of an incentive, and motivation, and then the competitive competition starts there. We have to have inspirations. Our children should be inspired mm-hmm. to be more cooperative with the transactions of business world. The motivation and inspiration. is a we'll certain go. word uh, yeah. yeah you have to be very careful with motivation is something to do with the materialistic kill you mm-hmm. are given incentive inspiration is something to do with inner your inner growth is most important than the outer growth mm-hmm. when you work you should grow inside your aspirations your thinking your perceptions your awareness of the world should grow not like i kill you mm-hmm. then i establish and dominate all the big sharks eat away the small small fishes and they grow big yes. this is the the new concept of growing yes no 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 and i that's think that's on the, it it's 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 you won't allow the fish because that's called success but it's it really isn't is it <laughs> <laughs> It really isn't the successful company because if they so often they have done it on the exploitation of others, on cheap labor. It all goes back to the yeah, yeah. you know slavery was all built on the exploitation yeah, yeah, of others. Yeah. Even child labor. Child labor is the same thing. So that's and yet when those businesses are making money, they are considered to be successful. But are they? successful because there's so. going to be a karma there's going to be yeah. a reaction to that yeah it will come back and i think that's what we we're going to see in the future because yeah, we yeah. can't go on the way we are the prosperity nowadays we are finding is without austerity without uh, austerity that uh, for that reason we have all the curses your right. business is undergoing now <laughs> what you call the inflation rates are going high the depression rates are going high yeah all those are curses of our own efforts yes which we are putting yes you are rightly said this is success goal mm-hmm. uh, all those stuff we see are based on ideologies we should achieve all is achieving right. mind mm-hmm. attacking mind provoking mind <laughs> all those stuff I think we should find something a new word coined for success. Yes. I do not know it may be enlightenment. Um I'd like to elaborate on the thought that religion ends knowledge. See uh, nothing purifies like knowledge. Religion based on certain dogmas and doctrines is always limited. with a limited memory with we will have only limited knowledge so i think something to do with the past is begun i will not say dead begun and if you stick to those dogmas and doctrines we will have limited knowledge because we have limited memory and these books have limited knowledge what we require is 
and unlimited to know the unperishable and for that i think we have to have creativity more because with creativity the knowledge grows grows it increases it enhances just like truth the day we come to know this is truth then it is not yes we have to keep on pursuing the truth that is why the the more and more writers poets scientists are coming into to explore to find out to do research in finding the truth truth is an unlimited concept and if we are pursuing that unlimited concept then we should not stick to a limited knowledge prescribed by the so called holy books mm-hmm. whether it be gita bible or quran yes you can read you can assimilate but you have to go further yes you st- the, the knowledge should not end there no because it is prescribed during certain time during the time of krishna during the time of christ during the time of mohammed those times have changed and the world has not able to create another jesus christ or another buddha or another krishna if that books are so knowledgeful and so benefit beneficial to the human kind we could have created many jesus christs mm-hmm. many buddhas and many krishnas but we failed we have only one we cannot duplicate it that itself shows that that books are not sufficient enough to create another buddha or another godmen or what you call gurus we are caught into the ideology yes you have rightly said you see we are caught into this books with those ideology but we don't take the essence out of it no in living no when we speak we can write about the ideology but to imbibe it in your action in your living here now i hope you have enjoyed the program today with dr cv ravindranath and we have only one thing left to do for your health which is to laugh <laughs> goodbye for now Thank you for tuning in to According to Ayurveda and Yoga. Be sure to join Ann Holiday again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about Ann, our radio program, and supplemental information about what you've heard today, please visit the website ataytv.com. Until our next program, wishing you health and happiness.